0: back to Freight Waves now. And Donnie, we talked about kind of a driver, seeing the market pick up a little positive momentum. We're going to look at rejection rates because ultimately kind of that indicator for where rates are going to go, or not an indicator of where they're going to go, but if there's the ability to put upward pressure on those rates. This is basically
1: how carriers are reacting to the current market conditions. So there's one in here that I I don't bring up very often, but Anthony likes to, but we're gonna bring up Anthony's Anthony's favorite F-O-T-R-I here. And it was it was falling through July for quite a bit of the month. Now they're going to finish July lower than where they started. Yep. But at least it started to fight back some. So flatbed rejection rates back above 10%. 10% for flatbed is still that's that's about like 3% for a drive, it's very low. Yeah. But it's starting to fight back some. We still got a little summer season to go. Still some construction going on, trying to get finished up, moving those barriers, maybe moving the barriers off the freeway. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Of course, in the southeast, that's not going to be so true because they can work year round. But you know, a lot out there in the Midwest and uh, out west, there's a lot of times they they can't they can't do much road work during the winter time because of the freezing and cracking, if it were. Say,
0: basically, they have what? Is it almost April 1st
1: to October 1st? Pretty much, because, you know, they don't want to be laying concrete seams and water getting there and freeze and crack and break and destroy what they've done. Yep. Uh, and that's, what, that's why the roads are so rough sometimes out west is because the melting and freezing of just simple water. Mm-hmm. Now, jump, jumping over here, uh, we've seen both reefer and dry van both take a fight back here during the last part of this month. And next us say it was a little bit late after, the, you know, we, we talk about the 15th, Is a little bit later, but here, uh, reefer was sub-3%. They're back to, what, 4.19? Yep. Uh, Drive-in was sub-3%, and it fought back just a little bit to 3.10. Now, are these significant changes? Well, for a national average, it means that they were able to fight back some. Probably the same reason y'all changed the PPI uh, from 25 to 30, because they can fight back a little bit right now. They have some strength still. It's not... 100 percent shipper controlled and it doesn't
0: necessarily show up in the spot rate either
1: because we're still below four percent yep exactly and even at four four to seven percent just means it's even not really anything big so and this and you look at it you know was this a significant rate change no so once these start jumping above I mean, Nine, they got to get 10? 7
0: to 10% before yeah. anything actually changes. 10% for really good spot market changes. Yeah.
1: So, no, we're still in the gutter, deep, deep in the gutter. Yep. But it's good to see that carriers are still able to push back some, and that's what's important. If they weren't, if we went through the 4th of July holiday and there wasn't a, a, some kind of peak here, or right now even fighting back, then I'd be a whole lot more worried, and I'd have a PPI of N. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, but anyways, but watch some of these rates. Figure out, let's go to the next chart here. Figure out what charts, what markets are changing. Mm-hmm. And that's really important. So I want to start out west. Uh, we talked about a little bit Phoenix. Well, Phoenix is going to be in my lanes the day-to-day along with LAX. Because we, we did this about a month ago. We're going to do it again. Uh, I, I, as I said, if I was a carrier and I could find the freight out of Phoenix, I wouldn't even run into LAX um, because I don't like California and, the higher price the diesel are just outrageous, but you can find some advantages. But care sentiment is they're so used to just delivering into Phoenix and running into LAX and getting that freight. Some of their networks are set up that way. Yeah. I can't find anything directly into LAX, so I'll get my contract freight into Phoenix and my next contracted load is coming out of LAX. So they just deadhead. Uh, they don't want to, you know, but I get it. Maybe they don't want to wait till the next morning if they already have the hours. So that's, I understand that. Yeah. But you need to start checking because if you work hard enough, you'll find it where you don't need to be deadheading yep. or just get your lane back out of a uh, Phoenix. Uh, you look around a lot of these big markets, you don't really see a lot of changes. Like L- the, the major ones we talk about, LAX, uh, Dallas uh, is a little red. Memphis, no change. Atlanta, well, let's say little change. Uh, Juliet, little change. Harrisburg, down a little slightly. bit in the, slightly down. So we are seeing a lot of these smaller markets pick up a little bit. The big markets are staying neutral and some of the other smaller markets are going down. And those are the changes, but that's what you got to find.
0: And that's why, on a national level, because it's not way. I mean, in that situation, everything's basically weighted very similarly versus that's where I look at the weighted rejection index because it will, it may not show many significant changes, but fire through, fire through one more.
1: Here, here's yeah. your way to rejection. We'll start here next time, but. This is, I understand, we'll
0: we'll start back here, but hey, look, we got Phoenix. Phoenix. So awesome stuff, Donnie. Thank you for this update. We'll be sure to check in with you again a little later. Right now, we'll hand things back over to Kaylee and Anthony.